Tourism is back. People are visiting. People are engaging. The Gen Con people hopefully had an absolutely fantastic time once again in Indianapolis. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter. At IIB, you have the story there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. You're speaking with Chris Gall, uh, the vice president of Visit Indy. Uh, tourism is back, and Indianapolis is making cash. Yeah, uh, in a big way, and kind of quietly. You know, you, you remember, we all remember uh, the impact of the pandemic, in particular on the convention and tourism business, really decimated that industry. It's uh, billed as probably a $5 billion uh, industry convention and tourism business in the state. It, it uh, dwindled down to virtually nothing. Uh, cost, uh, obviously, lots of dollars, lots of jobs. But uh, according to Chris Gull at Visit Indy, uh, things are back, essentially back or very close to back to 2019, to pre-pandemic levels, which is a year, a year plus earlier than anticipated. In fact, um, Indianapolis in 2021 hosted more live in-person events and conventions than any other city in the country. And if you look at downtown convention or downtown hotel occupancy related to conventions, highest in the nation right here in Indianapolis. So uh, a lot of positives uh, for an industry that's been through a pretty tough time. It is interesting how the whole industry came back so strong the minute that people could get mm-hmm. back together uh, they they did it and and i'm thrilled that indianapolis was able to capitalize on, on that as as the story goes uh you know you have uh chris gall giving credit to the capital improvement board of marion county which invested seven million dollars in what you describe as health and safety upgrades to the convention center how much of that is is talking point in terms of you know making uh the capital improvement board feel good and how much of that is people who they needed to get uh, people back together in a room there's only so much you can damn well do on zoom yeah yeah what 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 do you do and i think uh to chris gall's point i think you look at the capital improvement board uh, facing a dire situation and what do you do do you seven million dollars uh, is is a pretty big number, and, and this is a, a situation that uh, no one had experienced before. What do you do? Do you invest $7 million to make these upgrades? Will it make a difference? And as Chris Gall pointed out on the show this weekend, he said if you look at that $7 million and what that statement made to convention planners around the country, uh, that perhaps Indianapolis, maybe that is an okay place, a safe place uh, to, uh, for our meeting, for our convention. Uh, maybe we'll take a chance on that because they've taken that. And then the other piece, which I think is huge, uh, was the following year, uh, certainly 2021, when Indianapolis, uh, mostly Indianapolis, but also the state, uh, hosted the entirety of March Madness with the entire country looking on. And, uh, you know, I think that really gave uh, those planners and uh, event uh, folks uh, some, some confidence that Indianapolis can host these really big events in a pandemic environment. So I think you, 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 you know, put those things together. Plus Indianapolis's longtime reputation is a city that, uh, that, that really works together and uh, those types of things. And uh, I think it's been, you know, it's been positive and, and this recovery, uh, you know, I, as I, as I look at it and talk to folks around it is not all over the country. I mean, Indianapolis is uh, from a convention and hotel standpoint, really kind of a leader, you know, kind of out front of the leading edge on this. Not every market in the country is as recovered in that way. 
But it's what we're known for. I, I'm not, you know, trying to speak against the, the recovery. I'm, I'm thrilled by it. But that's like saying, you know, Vegas is tops in, in uh, recovery in the casino business. This is what we do. It's not, I don't think it's, I don't, I'm less surprised that we are back to it first before other cities. I am thrilled by how much so that it's it's taking uh, place. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Find him personally at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick on the Twitter box. Let's go to something else that you're talking about and others are talking about, which is the General Assembly uh, passing the legislation, Governor Eric Holcomb signing a new abortion law. People like Chris Gall speaking out about this from Visit Indy, stating based on feedback from counterparts in other major cities with similar legislation, this will have a negative impact on tourism in central Indiana. Exactly how significant remains to be seen. Chris Gall in that case saying, hey, this is what other people are telling us. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Eli Lilly goes so far as to say this legislation is going to keep us from hiring quality people. It's going to hinder Lilly's and Indiana's ability to attract diverse scientific engineering and business talent from around the world. And they then state that they're going to look to hire for for their locations outside of Indiana. A two-parter, Gary Dick. What proof, what studies does Lilly have or anybody else have to say that we're going to have trouble hiring? And doesn't a statement like this absolutely hurt Indiana business across the board instead of waiting to see what happens? Well, I'll take the first uh, point, and that's on a convention side of things. Uh, We saw last week. Uh, that Gen Con, uh, obviously one of the biggest conventions that Indianapolis and Indiana hosts on an annual basis, uh, just completed their uh, their time here in the city. Their CEO came out uh, before the vote was taken and essentially indicated that, uh, you know, they're committed to Indianapolis, I think, through 2026. But he said if this bill passed, which, it, of course, it has, that, that the Gen Con would consider or reconsider its commitment to Indianapolis. So we'll see what happens on that front. But that's an example. I think in companies, you know, in the corporate world, I think are being pressed more and more by employees to speak out on, on some of these uh, social issues. We saw uh, the fallout and what happened during the RIFRA debate uh, several years ago when the business community came together and, and, and made, uh, made kind of a unified statement. Lily was very strong in its statement and came out very early. It was early Saturday morning, I think, uh, you know, after the governor had signed the, uh, the bill. Uh, saying that they would be forced to look outside uh, the state of Indiana. You know, frankly, they already do that. I mean, they they make a major investment. They made a major investment at Research Triangle Park, uh, I think it was earlier this year. Uh, So they do that uh, uh, to a certain extent. But there is a feeling uh, on the part of corporate executives that these kinds of votes, these kinds of social issues matter to young, in, in particular, to younger uh, employees or potential employees. And I think that's, that's why you're seeing companies uh, speak out. Cummins made a statement, not as strong as Lilly, certainly, but in opposition to, uh, to Senate Bill 1 as well. And I imagine we'll probably hear more or see more uh, here uh, uh, yet this week. Part of this issue and the point that I am making is that I haven't seen the data that shows where 
younger generations are at. The idea that they would all be opposed to this is not true because you take a look at the people who show up at the Supreme Court and other places who are in favor of abortion restrictions, and and they are there. So the idea that we're not able to hire has to be on a data point, not on an emotional point. And I have not seen this from Lily. And there are a great number of companies that like to say this again I haven't seen uh, that data point. There's there's a conversation uh, about uh, engaging, and then there's a conversation about activism. We're going to have to save that for another time.